This is the Boise Bubble Podcast. Welcome back to the conversation. Welcome back to the podcast, everyone. I'm Natalie Plummer. Okay, we're really excited about this episode. If you've been looking for a way to give back in the community or see some of the best of what Boise offers, this is it. So the Boise Bicycle Project is a local organization whose mission is to get the community excited about biking and to get people access to bikes in the Boise area. They also educate on how to ride and how to repair these bikes. Their shop is on South Lusk Street in Boise, where they sell bike parts and bikes and offer classes on bike repair and maintenance and host a variety of programs and events. It's really cool. So Devin McComas is a passionate bike enthusiast and the new executive director. In addition to swapping fond bike-related memories, he walks us through what the Boise Bicycle Project is all about and tells us about their major annual event, the Holiday Kids Bike Giveaway. This event is amazing and presents a great opportunity for individuals and families and businesses to make a real impact on the life of a young person. The coolest part is kids actually submit a drawing of their dream bike. And together with volunteers and members of the community, the Boise Bicycle Project designs and creates these bikes. It is so cool. The Boise Bubble and our sponsors, Jesse Taff with Waypoint Real Estate Group, Bryce Gonser with Fulcrum Home Loans, and Dr. Dustin Portella with Treasure Valley Dermatology are all pitching in to support the Holiday Kids Bike Giveaway by adopting a couple of bikes. If you're interested in supporting this cause this holiday season, you can visit the project's website at www.boisebicycleproject.org. Click the link for the Holiday Kids Bike Giveaway. When you get there, you'll see multiple ways you can contribute. You can donate a gently used bike, You can volunteer at the event on December 16th. You can make a monetary donation, or you can do what we're going to do and adopt a bike. We hope you enjoyed this conversation and learn more about a great resource for the Valley. Check out the Boise Bicycle Project's website and Boise Bike Shop. We hope you enjoy this conversation and learn more about a great resource for our Valley. And if you feel so inclined, check out the Boise Bicycle Project's website and their Boise Bike Shop. It will definitely brighten your day. Devin, thanks a lot for coming on to the podcast. We're excited to talk to you today about um, your organization, talk about bikes, talk about the holidays. Thanks a lot for being here. Thanks so much for having me. I'm I'm thrilled to get the chance to talk about what we're doing. Awesome. So, uh, Devin, not everybody knows about your group. Kind of tell us a little bit about the Boise Bike Project. Uh, Give us an overview, and then then we'll get into some of your specific events that are uh, actually live now. Sure. Yeah. So, the Boise Bicycle Project is a community bicycle co-op. We're a nonprofit. Um, that focuses on promoting the personal, social, and environmental aspects of cycling. Um, We're an educational space, a bicycle recycling center, and we want to be a hub of community for people who are interested in bicycles. So a lot of stuff coming out there. What that really means is that we want to make sure that everyone in our community has access to bicycles and all the benefits that they provide. So we know that there are physical benefits um, for adults and for children about what it can do for your fitness. We know there's mental benefits about what it can do for your mental health. We know that in our community that you can you can connect with your community and with others in your community and come here and share that community. How many times did I just say community? Um, <laughs> and so in pursuit of that, we have a DIY bicycle shop where you can come in and buy refurbished bicycles. Um, all the bicycles we deal with are donated by community members, so they're new to you. 
but we're recycling them. So we'll fix them and sell them for a small profit. We'll sell bicycles as is. We have a million bike parts that are torn off bikes so you can fix your own bicycle. And we have a DIY bike shop where you can come in, learn how to fix your own bicycle with the help of a mechanic here and get rolling down the road. Where's the location? Yeah, we're at 1027 Lusk Street. Um, so in the Lusk District of Boise, sort of between VSU and Ann Morrison Park. Yeah. Um, and so that's our physical location. We do do a lot of community outreach. So we have a programming side where we give away roughly 1,200 bicycles a year into the community. Um, those are primarily for young people who maybe wouldn't have access otherwise. So we work with a big referral network of social workers, counselors, teachers. Um, there's also a, um, an aspect of advocacy where we have um, a wing of people who are interested in making sure that the streets are safe for all users, that we have equitable cities where people can get around and get to opportunities just like everyone. So that's also another thrust of our organization. Mm. And why, why did you get involved in this? Why is this a passion of yours? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, you know, um, when I was in college, I just happenstance moved in across from a bicycle co-op and sort of began to see the community that came out of it. It was really about meeting people from different backgrounds, about making sure that my transportation was running. Um, and then my story that I like to tell is I, I moved to Boise about a dozen years ago. Um, you know, it was sort of an early mid-20s decision. There wasn't a great plan, but I was chasing a girl here who's now my wife, so mm -hmm. great decision. But sort of crash landed. I needed transportation. Um, and I came through the doors of the Boise Bicycle Project as the first time as someone who benefited from the programming here. So I came in, got a really cheap bike, learned how to fix it, rode it to uh, several menial jobs. You know, as I became a little bit more invested in my career, I started working with young people. Um, I came in as their youth programs coordinator here and working with young people, sh showing them how to how to ride a bike, showing them how to fix their own bicycle. Um, and then eventually, actually just like 45, 50 days ago, became the executive director here. Oh, oh congratulations. That's awesome. Does yeah. everybody have a core memory surrounding bikes? I do. Do you have like a core memory for bikes? Like of learning to ride a bike? No, like my core memory is uh, I remember when I was, I can't remember exactly how old I was, but I was probably younger than 13, but all my friends were getting bikes. My buddy had just gotten like a brand new Schwinn. It had pegs. It uh, had the handlebar uh, brakes. It was awesome. Totally nice. We were to totally poor, so we couldn't afford <laughs> anything like that. But I remember that my dad got me like some off-brand, and we we hung it up in my attic and repainted it in my attic, like totally refurbished this bike. <laughs> and I remember like he had... I don't know my bike part terminology, but he hung it up in like the very front part that's like, you know, road facing. It's this uh, kind of two part. He dropped this piece, uh, this uh, droplet of metallic silver paint and then blew into it with a straw and it made this beautiful star. And I remember thinking, man, I just wish that I could afford a name brand bike. <laughs> <laughs> but then I took this bike out. Man, my friends dug it. It was the coolest bike and uh, super cheap too, but it was awesome. Anyway, that's, that's my core memory. Of bikes. Yeah, mine was just well, we're Gen, we're we're Gen X, so mine was just that we left with our bikes and no one knew where we were for like ten hours a day. Yeah. But like that was our entire, like that was childhood. Yeah. Like bikes were childhood, and we took our bike and we knew every street, and you know we showed up for dinner at some point. But um, mm -hmm. yeah, it's it's uh, it was a, a huge part of suburbians kind of surviving it for sure. Like my bike or bikes were the silent character of my entire childhood. The silent character? Yeah, like we 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 couldn't have gotten to any of the, the places that we went if it weren't for our bikes. What would you name your bike? I didn't name my bike. Well, we're going to think bike. of that. Like, oh. Silver Star. A <laughs> little late. Anyway. <laughs> Sorry. Sidetracked, Devin. Yeah. Thank you for... Yeah. Uh, I, I, 
I think it's funny that you were talking about sort of that like Gen X, like disappearing on your bike, because part of what really fills my cup here is there, there is a crew of young people who have accessed bicycles through us who will show up here after school and, and want to swap out their tires or work on their bicycle or in the summer they come here. And I think it is the same experience, like no matter what, you know, there's maybe more connection with the phone, probably not for this crew, but it really is the same experience about accessing those opportunities and sort of that agency. So what fills my cup is when I come here and there's a crew of like five teenagers who are like a little too wild for our shop, but still having fun here. And they're writing down and they know it's a, it's a space for them to come to and to be able to keep that bike rolling. That's really what does it for me. That's awesome. so cool. I love that. Yeah. So um, we have something that um, started today, right? That's that you guys are doing. Can you tell us about that? Sure. So um, in support of our holiday kids bike giveaway event, we have our adopt a dream bike campaign rolling. And so to sort of rewind a little bit, our holiday kids bike giveaway event is our longest running event at BBP. Um, what that is, is it's, it's a essentially a 500 bicycle giveaway in a day. It started 17 years ago in the first year of BBP. Um, when 60 newly arrived refugee children came down, chose a bike that they had not been able to access before and volunteers built it for them and we gave it away to them in a day. Wow. The way it works now is that we have a coalition of um, teachers, community service workers, social workers who refer kids and families to us. Those kids sign up and in doing so they draw a picture of their dream bike, um, about as cute as you can imagine. I just read a couple this morning. One was about a light blue Schwinn cruiser that has a space for their phone. That's not very Gen X. Um, <laughs> they were saying they want to go on a bike ride with their family in the park. Um, another one was a Sonic the Hedgehog bike that they want to ride to school. So, you know, that opportunity and that connection is always present in these bicycles. And then the magic really starts from there because we get all those forms and we process them. And with the help of an incredible volunteer base and community, like all of these bicycles are donated. Part of the call today is we're asking people to donate bicycles, but with 500 donated bicycles, with hundreds, if not thousands of donated hours from volunteers, we make sure those bicycles look like those dream bike drawings. Um, so, you know, one of the more incredible ones last year, there was a little girl who drew a bicycle that had three roofs, an eagle's head and a motor. Um, and our shop manager, Ralph, kind of took it upon himself. And the day she came here, he rolled out a bicycle that had three terrace roofs. Um, a plastic card in the back on the spoke to make a motor sound and the eagle head on the front. And she's <laughs> jumping up and down, screaming, it's my bike. Um, wow. So if you can imagine that times 500, that's our event. 500. Um, who? How do you choose who's the recipient of these bikes? Yeah, so I think that's, we're so collaborative in our partnership. At the end of the day, we're a, a bicycle shop and a bicycle education and outreach center. And so we don't know these families as well as our community partners do. So we really have a strong relationship with um, community centers from Boise Parks and Rec who deal with kids every day who maybe are struggling getting to school and they can identify that kid who needs that bicycle for transport or a social worker who knows that that child's experiencing maybe a mental health issue that a bicycle could alleviate. And so we really lean into our partnership and ask them to identify the people who are in need of our programming. Wow. Wow. Um, you had mentioned partnership. Uh, tell us some of the most common partners that you have. Yeah, absolutely. So um, we work pretty closely, like I said, with Boise Parks and Rec through their community centers. Many of our elementary schools in town, there's eight of them that are community schools where they have a community center attached. So those kids can show up early and before or before and after school and be fed and have somewhere safe to be if parents are working. Um, it's really about wraparound support for that family. So we know that's a place we go to. We also work really closely with the International Rescue Committee. So we have a really strong relationship with our refugee community in town. Um, and we know what bicycles can do for them. They can they can connect them to our community. They can connect our community to them. We can give them opportunity to get to school and be self-sufficient. 
Um, and so those are the partners that are some of the big players, along with Boise School District, Nampa School District, Boys and Girls Club, any, anything that's youth serving and facing youth that are primarily um, underserved. Right. And do yeah. you think that, um, I, I know that Boise is pretty pro bike, you know, for safety. Um, are, do you move outside of Boise at all? Because I, I know that some of the cities maybe are lacking a little bit in that. Yeah, um, it's not uncommon for us to serve um, kids from Nampa, from Meridian, from CUNA. We also um, yearly have done a bike giveaway in partnership with our reservation partners at Duck Valley and at Fort Hall in Idaho. So an acknowledgement that we're on Shoshone Bannock and Paiute land. We usually try and make sure that we have bicycles for that community to distribute as they see fit. Um, and, and so we really are a little bit bigger than Boise these days, but we want to make sure that we're serving Boise as well. Right. Okay. So it sounds like something that I think everyone can get behind. I can't imagine anyone thinking, yeah, we don't want to give kids bikes. Um, yeah. So I know that you have two really simple opportunities for people to support your your program, which is mm -hmm. basically sponsorship and donation. Is, is that kind of, am I narrowing that down? Yeah, I, I think you're on the way there. I would probably say three because we are so grassroots that our volunteerism goes a long way. So I'll lay it out real quick. Okay. Number one, if you have the time to volunteer with us, whether that's working at the event, helping us prep bicycles for the event, helping us write a thank you note, baking cookies to give away at the event, that volunteerism is really the core of what we do. Our staff is about 15 to 18 people, depending, with 700 volunteers around us that make it so we can have wow. our reach. And so at the center of everything we do is that volunteerism. And so volunteering is a great way. We also, like you said, need bicycle donations. We always need kids' bikes for this event. Um, you know, if you can supply a gently used kids' bike and we can turn around and give it to a kid in any of those communities, it could be a life-changing thing. And then the third thing you said is donation. Um, in order to make sure the event's funded, we have a couple avenues for donation, one of which is our Adopt a Dream Bike campaign, which is live right now. And what you can do is you can go to boisebicycleproject.org, and that'll show you our Adopt a Dream Bike page. And the, it's the coolest part. You can scroll through. You can look at every single drawing that kids have done of their own dream bikes. And if there's one that resonates with you, maybe you found a Silver Star bike. <laughs> um, you're able to sponsor that bicycle for a price of between like $75 or $100 and say, I'm willing to make sure that this bike goes to that kid. And that covers the repairs, the dreamifying, some of the staff time in there. And it really is what makes our event float. And so in terms of donation, you can support our adopt a dream bike campaign and then also we just need general operating expense to make that event happen you can imagine 500 kids plus their families coming down in a day plus 150 volunteers it's a block party it's yeah. so much fun crazy um if so you guys are available on the 16th i would invite you to come down and kind of put a helmet on a kid just see the smiles that are going around the day of the event is my favorite day of the year you know i have a joke with my partner my wife and i got married in 2020 um and i have a joke with her that my favorite day of the year was the holiday kids bike giveaway 2020 um, because <laughs> while our wedding day is beautiful and personal <laughs> and emotional, um, that was sort of a tough year for kids. And to yeah. see 500 kids show up and party really, I think, buoyed everyone's spirit a little bit. I, yeah, I can't even imagine. So um, for that specific day, um, do you need any other kind of donations or sponsorships? Like, because you can, you can obviously get the, the adopt the bike. Them. Yeah. So yeah. is, are you needing like food? Are you needing people who are just showing up, like helping? Like, how do you organize yeah. that kind of thing? Yeah. If you go to boisebicycleproject.org, um, you can check in with our volunteer tab. We have volunteer slots for the day of. I'm going to go ahead and say, though, we need volunteer shifts before and after the event. So we need volunteers who can come in help us dreamify the bikes. That's what we call our decorating. So they can come in, look at a photo and make sure that bike looks exactly like it. That's the best job in the house, if you ask me. We need volunteers who can come the week afterward and help us write thank you letters to our incredible community for all the ways they help us. 
uh, volunteers who can help us tear down the event and also staff the event. So if you're interested in that, you can look at BoiseBicycleProject.org under the volunteer tab. That's really your one-stop shop. You're going to see our adopted dream bikes we have up there, how to volunteer, and also how to donate to support in general. I love that so much. We, as a couple, we've been talking a lot about how to get our children more involved with service and in the community. And, you know, they've, they've been very lucky that they have bikes available. They have the, these things that they don't even think about. And one of the reasons we want to talk with you is that it seems like a really cool way to get an entire family together where we pick a bike together. We, you know, we figure out a way to like, to get the money for that. But I love that there's, there's even more opportunity um, for volunteering. Cause I mean this, that's just that, that's just a lot of, I just keep thinking smiles. Like you, you can't not smile at like the ideas of this, of like creating something from somebody's imagination and making it real and tangible. And then giving that to them at Christmas time. It's just, it's so beautiful. Yeah. And you know, the, the secret sauce for the event for me is that there's so much incredible community support that it is about making that dream come true for a child in that moment where you can do it. And at the same time, it's also about the community coming together for a day about, about making sure that everyone is included. And so, you know, myself as an adult who was born in Idaho, I might not have the chance to connect with a 10 year old from Syria or a 12 year old who's never left Nampa before. And those things are just as valuable or other adults in our community, like coming together about a love of cycling or a love of community service and really finding that time um, during the year to do that. And so it's, it's really like you're saying, like a celebration of that celebration of people coming together in, in um, unity. And also like you're saying, the smiles, like it is such a happy event this year. We're really excited. Um, we are basically shutting down the street in front of the bike project and the street adjoining and we're throwing a block party. There's going to be, hot cocoa for kids waiting in line. There's warm clothes donated by community members. There's cookies baked by community members. They're gonna get a helmet fit. They're gonna come in. They're gonna be united with their dream bike. Hopefully that's a great time. We're gonna take our first ride on it and make sure it feels good. After that, we'll have a photo booth where families can take a photo of themselves and their bicycle. Then we're going into our safety tent. We're gonna make sure that they understand some of the rules of the road. How are we showing we'll take a right turn? How are we showing we're gonna stop? And then at the last, we're going to have a traffic garden, which is basically like an obstacle course where we're trying to learn some bike skills and safety. So they're going to be riding their bike. We're going to have stop signs, yield signs, show us a left turn. But at the end of the day, it's really a block party on our block where we can celebrate those kids riding their bike and our love of bikes as adult and our love of community. So it's going to be a great time. This is awesome. Yeah, this is so fun. I'm like, how have I not been to this before? Okay, let's say somebody's listening. They know now how to adopt a bike. They know how to volunteer. How do they donate a bike? And it, like, yeah. where, how do they go about doing that? Yeah, so our donation hours, uh, first of all, we're located at 1027 Lusk Street in downtown Boise. We take donations Wednesday through Saturday from five to six. Um, and they can come in to Lusk to Boise Bicycle Project. If you pulled into our back alley, we have volunteers and our warehouse manager back there ready to take your donation. We'll say thank you, we'll give you a tax receipt if you want. And then you are a member of a movement that's helping us get 500 kids rolling this winter. Well, nice. we're definitely behind this and we're really excited. I know that as a family, we are going to be adopting a bike. So we're really excited and maybe we'll be heading down there. So, yeah. And we have a bike. We just realized we have a bike. We totally like have just, it's just like random. And Shane's like, um, we actually have a bike to donate. Totally forgot about it. I guarantee yeah. almost everyone listening to this podcast has a bike in their garage. So, or even, didn't you even say garage park or bike parks that you'll even take yeah. those? Yeah. yeah. And you know, so that the ask really is about, kids bikes and I think some people get hung up that like you know what if my kids bike isn't the nicest my kids rode this bike for a year or two and first of all I'm a huge proponent of kids riding their bikes hard that's what I did that's how you know they're using them 
Um, and so if you have a, a child's bike in your garage that you don't think is going to meet the grade or be the best, you should absolutely bring it down because I know that we can pull off some tires or some tubes or a saddle and kind of build that dream bike for the next kid. And so really that's at the end of the day, we're ready to use those components. And right. so parts are just as good. Cool. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much for doing this for our community. This is huge. And we're really excited to put this out there. And we invite the entire community in some way, figure out a way to promote this because I cannot think of anything that is just more lovely to do it at Christmas time. Yeah. And, and if you want to go ahead um, and get sort of updates on how it's going, follow us on Instagram at, at Boise Bicycle Project. We're on Facebook. And if you uh, if you're committed and you want to be a supporter, an easy way to help is just to share those posts and get the word out. I'm sure in um, the second week of December before the giveaway, I'm going to be asking for something very specific. Oh, we need a BMX bike for the kid who drew a leopard print BMX bike. Actually, last year we got a, a kiddo who wanted a cross bike because he wanted to join the cross racing team, and we had a community member show up and donate an eighteen hundred dollar cross bike. So, Whoa. if you wow. want to, you want to tune in, follow our social media channels, and you'll be along for the ride. That's so exciting! All right, well, thank you so much for joining us, and thanks for doing this, Devin. Thanks a lot. Hey, thank you so much for having me. Mm-hmm. Thanks for listening. This is the Boise Bubble Podcast. Please subscribe to our podcast and leave a five star review. Follow us on Instagram at the Boise Bubble. And for more information about our community, follow at Hello Meridian. See you next time. Thanks so much to our sponsors for supporting local dialogue. We encourage you to check them out online. Jesse Taff of Waypoint Real Estate Group is at www.waypointidaho.com. Bryce Gonser of Fulcrum Home Loans is at www.fulcrumhomeloans.com. And Dr. Dustin Portella of Treasure Valley Dermatology can be found at www.dermatologyboise.com and on Instagram at drdustinportella.